Welcome to From Water Into Wine with Mignon Morel, the place where we discuss the practical and supernatural ways of the kingdom of God that are relevant to your life. And now, today's podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Mignon Morel. It's been a long summer, but I'm glad to be getting back into the swing of things. And today, I'm going to talk about something very specific. I want to talk about how we can break lies and strongholds. We're going to be speaking about that today and trying to overcome those things that have uh, been holding us back. So let me just jump right into it. Holy Spirit, come and anoint my words and, and just cover the ears of the listeners so that we all receive what you have for us today in this. Amen. Okay, so let's talk about what I mean when I say the word strongholds. Strongholds are places within our minds where we believe lies that have either put us in some type of bondage to the enemy, um, or they have put us into some type of false belief system. You know, they, that can include anything from, you know, struggling with trying to break an addiction all the way down to having false perceptions of either yourself, your life, or someone else. Um, let me give you a definition of stronghold. The Webster's definition of stronghold is simply a well-fortified place. A definition of a lie is a false statement made with deliberate intent to deceive, an intentional untruth. So, the enemy likes to build strongholds in our life, well-fortified places that are fortified with his lies. He builds strongholds by attacking our souls through our minds. Now, as I've said before, our souls are made up of our mind, will, and emotions. And so if you listen to this podcast, a while back I did a podcast called Soul Talk, where I really went more in depth into what our souls are, you know, the transformation process that takes place when we come to Christ and, and grow with Him. And so if you haven't listened to that podcast, I really want to encourage you to go back and listen to it because it's got foundational information that will help you as you grow in your walk with the Lord. So the enemy likes to use lies to act as a doorway in a person's life. They act as a doorway, and this is an access point through which he can bring in different levels of oppression in order to build up a stronghold. You know, he then fortifies this stronghold with more lies and drives us to do things that keep the stronghold in place through things like sin and behaviors and things of that way. But it all starts in the same place. It all starts with a lie. You know, we saw this firsthand in the Garden of Eden when Satan tempted Eve. He used a lie to do it. Genesis 3.1 says, Now the serpent was more subtle and crafty than any living creature of the field which the Lord God had made. And he, Satan, said to the woman, Can it really be that God has said, You shall not eat from every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat from the fruit from any of the trees of the garden, except the fruit from the tree which is in the middle of the garden. God has said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, 
you shall not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing the difference between good and evil and blessing and calamity. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, she took of its fruit and ate, and she gave some also to her husband, and he ate. Then the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. So we see that here Satan used a lie to bring about the downfall of the human race. And he is still doing this today. In fact, it is his number one preferred method to use for harassing and pulling people away from God. The truth is, all lies come from one source, the father of lies. John 8:44, and this is Jesus speaking about Satan. He was a murderer from the beginning, and he does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a falsehood, he speaks what is natural to him. For he is a liar himself, and the father of lies, and of all that is false. So, not being self-controlled in our thought life, believing lies, can actually end up aligning us with the enemy, the father of lies. And it can open the doorway for sin, which allows the enemy to gain a foothold in our lives and in our hearts. As Christians, we really need to understand that the battle over our minds is real and that what we believe about God and our relationship with him, who we are in him, dictates the quality of our lives. We can't afford to lose that battle or allow the enemy to have any room with his lives in our lives. This is why the Apostle Paul speaks to us so much about being transformed into the nature of Christ versus the nature of this world. Romans 12, 1, 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Believing lies about God or oneself can have a lasting negative impact in your life. It can distort reality and become a block to God's healing power for your life. You know, false belief systems, deceptive doctrines, they can all be a doorway for demonic oppression to come in that is really hard to break unless it is confronted with the truth. If it's not, we live in this endless tension of wrestling, this wrestling back and forth. A lot of that is what Paul was talking about in Ephesians 4.22 when he spoke to us and said, Strip yourselves of your former nature, put off and discard your old unrenewed self, which characterized your previous manner of life and becomes corrupt through lust and desires that spring from delusion and be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude and put on the new nature, the regenerated self created in God's image, God-like in true righteousness and holiness. The battle for our minds is real. The way the enemy works is very interesting. And we're going to talk about that. Let's talk about how lies actually are used to build strongholds so that we understand the process the enemy tries to use and how we can undo it. Lies come typically through negative or traumatic experiences. They can come in through desires and temptations. And even, as I said before, deceptive doctrines, believing deceptive doctrines. 
strongholds are built by reinforcing those lies and dealing with those lies negatively via things like sin, behavior, thought process, all of those things that allow a demonic element to come in and oppress and resist an individual. So there are actual stages we can go through when the enemy sends lies with the desire to create a stronghold. And so I'm going to try to break those down a little bit for you and outline those stages so you can see the pattern that he likes to use. And we'll talk a little bit more about this. One of the first stages is he works through suggestion. And a suggestion is a stray thought that is not yours targeted at a, a weak place in your life. Let me give you an example um, of a suggestion. We probably all had this. You have a strange pain in your body, right? And suddenly you go from thinking, you know, oh, that's interesting. That's a little bit of pain to, oh my gosh, it could be cancer. That's, a, you know, that's an example of a suggestion. You get my understanding about that. We all encounter suggestions. We need to understand that that's coming from the enemy, the father of lies. The next stage could be impression. And this is when you entertain and act upon a thought as it takes hold in you and becomes a seed. This is a dangerous stage. This is when we need to be really aware that, ah, this is actually a battle that's taking place. The next level would be oppression. This is the area of thought or the area of wounding that happened to us that begins to seem to push us or control us or even bully us. Like, like uh, the thoughts won't go away. And now that they've become a seed, it's something that is a constant in the back of our mind. So that also opens the door for a greater level of oppression, for the demonic to come in and start to live there in that place. Once we get through that oppression, we end up going to the next level, if it's not handled and dealt with, to obsession. And this is where we seem to be living a lifestyle that is dictated by this area of our lives that have come underneath the oppression of those thoughts and those lies. These are areas of our souls that seem to be out of control, like we're fine everywhere except in this one place. That would be obsession. And finally, we move into possession. And this is where we are triggered to action at the will of the demons who often remain hidden and submerged behind all of these things in our minds in the person that are actually pulling the strings at will. Now, I will say that possession is quite a rare thing. But if you go back and you look, suggestion, impression, oppression, obsession, you can see the pattern. So you see how something that starts as small as a suggestion, if it's not dealt with, can quickly and unfortunately and many times does turn into a stronghold of greater oppression if it's not dealt with. So what breaks this process? What stops these things, these thoughts, these lies the enemy sends from becoming strongholds? Well, I'm glad you asked. Aligning ourselves with the truth of God and his word for our lives and allowing God's truth to come in and uproot those lives and bring healing to those places and doing it all before it has a chance to build a fortified stronghold that is harder to get rid of. We break this process by repenting for believing the lies that have created the strongholds in our lives. We break agreement with them by renouncing them then we replace them with God's truth, 
changing our behavior in the process if it's needed. And then we reinforce that truth by having our minds renewed with God's word. I'm going to take you through a short exercise that gives you a, a, a greater understanding of what I'm talking about and how this is done. But I want to say a few things about God's word right here. The word of God is a great tool for renewing our minds because it divides between the soul, the place where the enemy can deceive, and the spirit where the Holy Spirit dwells and is always revealing the truth. Scripture is alive and active. This means that it has real power to actually inspire life and change within you. In fact, Jesus even attested to to this when he spoke to his disciples in John 15, 3, about how the word had the power to even cleanse. It says here, you are cleansed and pruned already because of the word which I have given you. Reading and applying the word of God and its truth to the different areas of our life teaches us how to learn to think differently. It helps to renew our mind by allowing the spirit to reveal deeper revelation about the truth of God and his kingdom. As you study the word so that you learn to experience the process of your mind being renewed. Now, because we have access to the Holy Spirit, we have the mind of Christ. Part of learning to think like Christ is to study his word so that we can see what he said, why he said it, and learn about how he viewed life while he was here. Colossians 2.16 says, For who has known or understood the mind of the Lord as to counsel him? But we have the mind of Christ, and we hold the thoughts and feelings and purposes of his heart. So as you read scripture, and are reinforcing its truths in your heart and mind, ask the Holy Spirit to align your mind with the mind of Christ so that you learn to process the information you are reading in the correct way. So reinforcing God's truth in your life helps to keep the enemy from building strongholds and, and accomplishing his purposes through lies in the first place. Earlier I said I was going to take you through a short exercise that can help you learn to break down lies and strongholds and false belief systems that may have started in your life. So we're going to do that now because I really feel like there are areas I know for myself, this is a process that God is working with me on all the time. Just going through life, we encounter uh, the constant negative. Uh, and many of us, especially those who listen uh, to my podcast, you know, we've come out of some pretty traumatic experiences. All of those things are breeding grounds for lies to live. And so we're going to just go through a short little prayer exercise here that is just designed to help you uh, recognize what lies may be there. And we're going to ask the Lord to come and bring his truth and remove that. So right now, I just want you to get comfortable. Take a deep breath in and let it out. I'm going to invite the Holy Spirit's presence here. And we're going to have some time where it's just going to be you and him going over whatever ungodly mindset or lie, uh, that even something you may not be aware of that's there that, that the Lord wants to deal with. Let's just go ahead and, and have that done. So take a deep breath in and let me pray. Holy Spirit, I ask you right now to come. 
and rest over the hearts and minds of those who are listening. I ask you to be present right now with them in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, I bind up any distracting thoughts, any deception that would try to harass them during this time, and I declare uh, that it's under the blood of Jesus. Now, Holy Spirit, I ask you to come and guide this time and be present with us in Jesus' name. Okay, take another deep breath in and let it out. That's good. So I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to start bringing things to mind to you. And as, I'm going to give you some time, and as he does, just engage with him. So, Holy Spirit, would you please bring to mind any lie or un false mindset that the listener may be partnering with somewhere that you want to reveal and remove? Thank you, Holy Spirit. And we're just going to wait and let him speak to your heart. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, would you reveal to them the first time this lie or mindset first appeared in their life? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay. If something has come to you, a memory, a thought, that's good. If not, just continue to wait with the Holy Spirit until he does. Okay, many times when we believe lies, we need to uh, repent and renounce them so that they lose their power over us. So we're going to do some of that right now. Um, so just repeat after me, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus, I ask for forgiveness for believing this lie and whatever it is that he may have told you just repeat it here and for empowering it as true I renounce this lie in the name of Jesus and I repent for having it Now, if somebody was attached to this lie, if the memory you had was a person speaking to it, we often need to forgive that person as well so that nothing stays attached. So if that's the case, just repeat after me. Father God, I forgive whoever it was for speaking this lie. And I cancel any lingering agreements made with this lie through unforgiveness. Now we need to pray to forgive ourselves for partnering with the lie. 
Remember, we're getting the root. We want it all out. Lord Jesus, I forgive myself for partnering with this lie. I ask you to reveal to me any demonic attachments that may be attached to this lie or mindset in my life. I renounce any participation with any of these spirits. I command any spirits that have come in through these lies to depart and leave now in the mighty name of Jesus. Now take a deep breath in and let it out. Let me pray over you for just a moment. In the name of Jesus, I command any demonic spirits that it may have been a line to keep this lie in place or in your life to come up and off and out in the name of Jesus right now. Good. Take one more breath in and let it out for me. Okay, now we're going to continue to pray. Holy Spirit, repeat after me. Holy Spirit, what do you desire to give me in exchange for for these lie I have renounced. Let's just wait and see what he says. Now, just repeat after me. I receive the truth in exchange for this lie. Father God, I ask you to bring healing to any place in me that needs it, that was impacted by any lies I may have believed. Thank you for your freedom. Thank you for your truth. I invite you Holy Spirit to continue to exchange any lies with your truth and I ask you to seal the work you have done today in Jesus name good now take a deep breath in and let it out. So that's just a small example of praying. We ask the Lord to show us where the lies are because many times they're hidden. We, we renounce any partnership with them. We forgive anyone who may have been instigators of the lies. They may have been used by the enemy. And we ask the Lord for the truth in its place. And while that took a few minutes, you can do this in your life in many ways. When the Lord points it out, that's a lie. We immediately renounce it, forgive, you know, repent, and, and we move on in the truth. So I just want to encourage you as you're going out through this week that you will be more aware of these things in your life. 
because we're all about getting more freedom in Christ. And I just want to close with a quick prayer for you. Father God, I thank you for the work you've done today over the minds and hearts of the listeners. I thank you that you came to give us life abundantly, Jesus. You came to give us the truth, to set us free. I thank you that you're doing that in our lives, moment by moment, day by day, through the renewing power of your spirit and your word. I ask as they go forth this week that you would continue uh, to bring freedom and release health and wholeness to every place in their being. And I ask this all in Jesus' holy and mighty name. Amen. For more information, podcasts, videos, prophecies, and teachings, simply go to from waterintowine.org and follow us on Facebook at The Water Into Wine. This podcast is produced by Media 12 Productions, media12.org.